It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome to your Super Wildcard Weekend Sunday edition of Live Bet Sunday. It's we're half an hour from kickoff. First of two games today. It's the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. I'm Ben Wilson. Back on the desk with Emmy Bebefe and Kelly Bidlin. Our producer, Brian Ortega. Sure, nervous. Uh, slightly sweaty palm to Brian Ortega. Mm. Two-time Packer shareholder. Uh, is getting ready for the Packers and Cowboys as well. Cowboys currently seven-point consensus favorites right now. How are you feeling, Brian? We haven't talked to you yet today. Yeah. You've, been, uh, you've been unusually what quiet up? so far. Got a great jacket yeah. I'm really feeling my look today, just in case anything, you know, anything or anybody yeah. walks by. Say hello. Um, just anyways. in case we need that at all. Yeah, yeah, just in case. But Are anyways, you fearing that, I, that Arlington might turn into the danger zone today? I mean, <laughs> I watched that movie two days ago. Still rocks. Um, so I feel much more confident about the Packers today than you, Ben, because I am going all in on the Packers. Wow. Packers plus seven. Packers money line, and I have Packers with a whole slew of other little props that I have, you know, scattered on the paper paper tickets. As you can see, so love it. I'm all over it, but I really like the Packers today. I mean, obviously they could lose because that's you know again <laughs> that's the game. But as a seven point dog, but they I could think, lose. But yeah. I think they're going to come out. I think the they're going to really. I think they're really going to compete. I mean, Christian Watson, I think, is going to help by stretching the field for sure, and I think that's actually going to help a lot of the other wide receivers like Wicks, Reed, maybe get into the end zone, which is what I'm looking at for like an anytime touchdown. So I always kind of like to play that. But I think the Packers can contend here. And remember earlier in the season, you guys talked earlier about the Packers if they drop behind, they can't really play from behind, you know, a lot. They did that a lot earlier in the season, even though they may have not won some of those games, but they were playing from behind a lot. They were, you know, they knew how to sort of move up and down the field. A lot of times it's again, you know, prevent defenses, but I think the Packers have a good shot today. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the pack today. You hit on one thing, Brian, I want to follow up on. I think we're going to go over some props here anyways before the game for player props. In one aspect, we're, we're going to talk some pregame player props here. The one aspect we don't hit on a lot on this network is live player prop betting. Mm. And that is absolutely a thing. If you are in any DraftKings jurisdictions, that is something you have access to uh, amongst other books. We have a couple here in town. I think there are multiple examples today. Sam Laporta later in the game tonight. Christian Watson uh, being for the Packers here today where you can go into this game with the idea of, let me get a look at this guy. How, you know, how healthy is he? Because we are at the point in the year where you, if you're a head coach and you're the Green Bay Packers, if it, not much has changed with injuries, anything like that, it's better off for you to just say these guys are playing and let the Cowboys figure out how true that is or not and how many snaps these guys are really going to go. So I think with Christian Watson and Sam Laporta specifically, look how they're, get a look for how they look in game. If it looks like Watson's out there, he's, he's readily out there playing, you know, basically all the snaps, then that 26 and a half that you're seeing for receiving yards from him, that's going to fly way up, but you might be able to beat it before you're able, but that move really occurs. 
Rodgers and jump on it over with him. So that's something I'll be monitoring here today. And I think both games that we're talking about, big times pass, catcher, yeah. uh, pass catchers that you should be aware of and be fo- tracking with those guys as the games go on. So it's, been, uh, it's been bet down as well, down to 24 and a half now on Christian Watson, who outside of A.J. Dillon, I mean, that's the only guy on either team who has who's had an impact, yeah. who is mm-hmm. inactive today. That's the second running back for the Packers. But because you have Aaron Jones, if you're betting the pack, you don't really worry about uh, the loss of A.J. Yeah. Dillon all that Can much. I just make yeah. a note? So I'm just because wa- I'm watching the board here. So it's now gone up to 52 and a half. It was 51 and a half here at Circa for a, li- a while. And now there's a little bit of juice on the seven. So the Packers are now uh, plus seven, minus 105. Cowboys minus seven, minus 115. I've been doing this for a while. I always for- kind of forget. What does this mean? Are we moving up towards seven yes. and a half? Yep. Yeah, thank you. Yes. That's what I figured. Yeah. Sorry, it's... I, I, math and me, it doesn't work very well. Anyways. You had a long night at the, uh, no. the Fontaine Blue last night. Hey, it's okay. Hey, hey, you know. Hey, well, you we'll get, get a pass. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a little bit of a review on that one. But yeah, I think that the favorite in the over getting bet, which is no surprise, the closer you get to kick off there with a lot of the recreational money starting to enter the market. But just like pointing out from the Packers props for their receiving props, it just goes to show you that this has been such a balanced attack here because there's no receiver or pass catcher over 50 for the receiving. I mean, yeah, like Dontavian Wicks and Jaden Reed and Romeo Dubs and now Watson in the mix here. Like this is a pretty diverse attack, which is that's my fear as somebody who is a Cowboys fan. I don't have any money on the Cowboys in terms of the side. I just have the the over as my bet for the game. But this is such a diverse kind of versatile offensive attack that any one of those guys it would not surprise me if they had a hundred yard receiving game. Like if you're if you have a really sure. solid feeling on any of those guys, maybe look at some alts, some some Jaden Reed alts like seventy five plus yards or a hundred plus yards, or maybe it's a Dontavian Wicks alt. I mean he's really fast. He can go take. Uh, one big play and Halverson pop. Like I think the, all, all four Packers guys, Watson included, if he is healthy, can have a big day against Dallas. Yeah, it's, uh, five to one, Kelly on on Wicks over sixty uh, like four. Like, sorry, plus four seventy five over sixty three and a half receiving. That's years. interesting to me. <laughs> like you know, like plus four seventy five. Just I mean, he's a big play guy. Like like why can't he? He can do that on one play. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other the other side of the ball too. Right. Same. I was talking about this with Christian Watson. Okay, we could flip it around to the Dallas side. Get a feel for. What Jair Alexander is going to look like, and how yes. are they? How how are the Packers going to approach covering C.D. Lamb? Right, I think you can get you're going to get a very early tell on that. Are they going to be doubling up, bracketing C.D. Lamb, and let some of these other guys run a little bit more free and man coverage? Like, you know, when I'm looking at this board right now, Brandon Cooks is jumping out to me. Right, if he's going to be matched up, but you know, one on one for the majority of the game. That's a guy where I would throw out the 41 and a half and only look at all overs, right? That's, yeah. He's going to catch a bomb or he's going to be active in the downfield passing game for Dallas uh, if they attract that much defensive attention to C.D. Lamb. That's someone I could be, uh, I would be attracted to maybe playing an alt over, you know, 100, 100 receiving yards, maybe looking at a touchdown for him as well. Because I think that's absolutely a possibility. It'll be interesting to see how this defense reacts because this defense, Joe Barry defense, tends not to move their their uh, cornerback one, so Jair Alexander right. with whoever the other the other corner yeah. the other wide receiver is. So that'll be interesting if CD goes away from Jair, which doesn't mean that you know CD can't go up against Jair for sure, but just setup wise, and they play a lot of zone. They don't really play a lot of man coverage in Green Bay, which is really annoying for me. So you might be able to get some of those cheap, you know, five you know yard completions to sort of rack up the numbers that way. So death by a thousand cuts is a good way to get to the Packers and the middle of the field. Yeah, I think if they run the yep, ball, or if they run pass plays over the middle of the field, historically that's where the Packers are very, very weak, and I think that's where they can really gash them if they get this game going. And that's where Dak Prescott thrives. Yep. It's throwing over the middle of the field there. Like we saw like CeeDee Lamb slant routes. That's where they've been kind of attacking a lot of these teams here. And it's, to kind of preview my SGP, that is definitely included in this. Like maybe that, some of that nickel and diming a little bit. Might sure. not be the most explosive Cowboys passing tack, but I think it'd be very efficient though it's why i could not get there to pull the trigger on taking points with green bay might not be the ed donatel defense that uh, brown ortega and i have nightmares about from our childhood but still ain't pretty yeah what joe barry and the Packers are doing want to make a quick note too on if you're watching us especially vsin.com youtube tv some of the prop numbers you're seeing are on the move as we get closer and closer to kick kelly you mentioned that brandon cooks 41 and a half that's now 45 and a half so getting some late mm. money over jake ferguson getting bet up 43 and a half to 44 and a half and uh, for some of these alts too they, that can provide still some really good value. We yeah. talked about the Dontavian Wicks alt at almost a 5-1 to one on over a 63.5. The Jaden Reed alt that might interest you, Femi, over 71.5 receiving yards at plus 205. <laughs> Pretty interesting one there yeah. uh, as well. I'd also, last prop I would mention here before we transition to same-game parlays, uh, on the, the Jordan 
love side of this, and it's been a theme with quarterbacks who have to get into a pass-first game state. If Green Bay goes down, Jordan Love's pass attempt prop to start the game is 36 and a half. I would be betting that thing, and, and markets are able to bet in-game pass attempts. I would bet that over into the low 40s. Joe Flacco yesterday at halftime was at 42 and a half for his in-game pass attempt prop. Mike Paul and I were both like, all right, you got to pound that over if you're able to bet it. Flacco finishes with 46, and they stopped throwing the ball even at yeah. the end because it got so out of hand. Game state can dictate so much of your in-game, especially in the player prop market, and love would fit that bill to a T if Green Bay has to get down and abandon the run. Well, I, yeah, absolutely. And that's going to, you know, we're going to hit, like you said, same game parlays, you know, and a prop I already brought up that I bet oh, the over on Aaron Jones rushing and receiving, right? If they they go out and start this game and you see the Aaron Jones is actually being shut down by this defense, then absolutely, right? They start transitioning into a, a pass-first offense and a pass-often uh, offense uh, for Jordan Love. I, I think that's a great uh, point. Absolutely. Uh, the, it, it's funny, too, Brian, you're talking about your, you know, how confident the conviction you have in Green Bay. Just talking with, you know, I know a lot of Packer fans being from the great state of Wisconsin was talking to my uh, dad, the doctor, Corey Wilson, yeah. watching us uh, watching us right now from sunny San Diego. There we go. Oh. Uh, he, his, his belief Pretty here, this, I think this uh, it is. I think, <laughs> and I think it reflects what a lot of Packer, you know, people who are close to the sun who have watched a lot of Packer football this year believe. It's that Green Bay will either get blown out in this game and just completely look exposed or they are probably winning the game outright. It's That's mm. one of the beliefs that a lot of people close to the sun watched a lot of Packer football, believe Brian. And so I, I get why if you like how the game flow is going ahead, you are on a money line ticket with Green Bay. That also wouldn't surprise me, though, if it goes wrong, things get south. I go south really, really quick, and this thing is a runaway. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I mean, you've seen Cowboys games this, this year when they get ahead and they're able to run the ball and dictate the, you know, dictate the, um, uh, the flow of the game. You just see him just run away with the game. And yeah. I, I, that could happen for sure, but I'm going the other way, thinking the yeah. Packers are going to be able to keep this game close. Uh, Jordan Love, it's his first playoff game, obviously, but he's, you know, what, third, four, this is third or fourth year, fourth, and he's, fourth year, I and he's hitting the mountain at the right time. The whole the whole team is, at least on offensive side. We understand yep. the, the, the defense is going to be a problem, but it's more like, it just, it feels like these games, there's always like a Dak Prescott tipped, inter, like tipped interception that happens, yeah. and not that you're handicapping that, but it just feels like some things are, are out there. Uh, the the, the landmines, if you will. You throw the ball over the middle field, like a lot, and you're spamming that, like you can tend to get a little bit of tips and overthrows tend to be interceptions uh, on the other end. And I, you know, I'm more worried not just on, the, not really the love piece of this as a you know a young first-time playoff starter, but the rest of the team is so young. Yeah. You guys yeah. know the la the youngest team before Green Bay to make it to the postseason. How far we have? How far back we have to go? And it was just a guess 80s, the year. 1972. Uh, you had the the last digit right. Uh, 1982. 1982. Yeah, there we go. I, I, I had the 80s in my high. I was like, I think I saw uh, the stat earlier 82, this week. Yeah, 82 Patriots, and that was a strike shortened year. Mm. Just youngest team by age to be in the postseason. So Incredible. Tom Brady's first year. <laughs> Approximately. Approximately. <laughs> hey, Brett Favre's first road playoff start in Dallas, almost 30 years to the day. Yeah. We love making the comparisons to Jordan Love and Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. We're contractually obligated to if we were It went well sports. for Dallas that day. So. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Although they didn't cover. They didn't cover Femi back in 94. Same game parlays. Our first touchdown draft are on the other side here on Live Bet Sunday. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. We get closer and closer to kick off first of two NFL wild card round games today. It's the Packers and Cowboys over money continues to flood the market. 52 and a half now at a number of shops. All the way up from an opener in the uh, 49 and a half range. Your closing line value, Jeez. Femi Bebefe, looking very nice. Yeah. You got in there at uh, 15 and a half. Well done, sir. Until we get two straight three and outs to start the game. <laughs> and then we're off and running, really. And then we're off and running. And then, hey, that, then I'll be betting over. Double down. I'll, I'll be betting we, over 49 and a half. We'll be good. I'll be right there with you. That's pretty Double much exactly what happened in Cleveland, Houston yesterday. So, yeah, yeah, they started yeah. off slow. And then, boom, it was an onslaught of points that second part of the first half. Like we said in the, the first hour, I wouldn't bet it at this night. Number, but I understand the handicap that people are saying, like, hey, like, I just see a lot of points being scored. I think the value has kind of been sucked out. You're flipping coins a little bit here, but hey, you know, who am I to judge, folks? Go ahead and bet that thing on up, I guess. Do we get more total points in this game tonight, fellas, or, or this game or the Rams Lions game? Ooh. I think this game. I'm going this game as well. Yeah, I think this, I, I think Rams Lions is a like not that I'm saying it's going to be low scoring and I can see 13 to 10. Yeah, but I could see just because of the volatility, especially on the Lions side with Dan Campbell yep. and the four down decisions, where you could have some long drives that end with turnover on downs, which are those are killers for the over. So yeah. I think the volatility with that, I think, can make it a little bit dicey. That, that's a great that's a great line too because Rams Lions is 53. This is 52 yeah. and a half. Slight dog Packers uh, Packers and Cowboys to have the uh, be the higher score game, I, I would kind of lean that way. At the same time, I do expect points to come in Rams Lions. 100%. Both games, you expect the, that to certainly get into the low 50s at the very least. So really quickly, about the total in this game. So the last one, two, three, four, last five games that these teams have played, um, it's been in the 60s. It's been Packers 34, Dallas 31, uh, Packers 35, Dallas 31, 34 to 24, 28 to 31. All these games went really high, and yeah. uh, all those games for the most part were in Dallas. Dallas, yeah. yeah. Packers in the uh, last 30 years, 2-2 two and two against the spread against the Cowboys in the playoffs. If you really wanted your trend stat like, going back three decades. I mean, Femi, it's like they've had a couple good quarterbacks there for a while. They've they, 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 they had some decent ones. They've had some decent ones and then had like five weeks of uncertainty. I mean, just love the guy. And then all of a sudden, here we are. We're back yeah. in it now. It is so funny. Five the, weeks of uncertainty. The media that's just like desperate to draw the comp every single week. Yeah. Like the fact that Love goes to Dallas for his first road playoff start, where Favre went in there in 94. And it you know, kind of a similar setup where the backers are big dogs. Yep. We're live in that game. Jimmy 
Jimmy Johnson tried to fake punt that backfired. Eventually, the Cowboys won. Again, one by 10. We're 13 and a half point favorites. But the media is like, oh, this is this is on a silver platter for them <laughs> to go. All right, here we go. Following in the footsteps, the lineage continues. It's just so funny to me. You know, speaking of a crazy high volatility kind of game, what about Rodgers' first playoff start in Arizona? That the one, 51 45 overtime game. Like, I'm not saying that's what we're going to see with this one, Packers Cowboys, but one uh, of the worst missed calls as well in NFL playoff history. Oh, hands yeah. to the face, Rogers, face mask. Uh, helmet got basically ripped off, and they didn't call it on the, the game-winning uh, strip sack. Balls fumble. out. Yeah. <laughs> see, see in New Orleans, Arizona. I'm not bitter or anything. Uh, 15 years later, just yeah. wanted to, wanted the, to the, point the, that the, out. The losses always stick with us longer than the wins. Yes, they do. All Thanks right, it up, Ben. I mean, Same. Des Bryant might be a little I was upset. Say, too. I was wow, like, we're really going to play I, that I, game. I, yeah. I didn't, didn't want to say anything. The Des Bryant catch game, then the the Jared Cook game when Rogers rolling to his left and fire a dart and rips my heart out. Uh, yeah, there's been plenty of them down down the line. There, I, was, so. I had to have your back there for a second, Femi. I wasn't going to let that go on <laughs> well, without I, that I, being brought I wasn't going to bring up the ice pool, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, relax. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Femi was... <laughs> Femi definitely remembers that. Uh, I, really, really I remember eating a bowl uh, of chili watching yeah, that game, you know, for, live. Oh, for for 19, sure. In 1967. And your long johns and all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> oh, Same man. game parlay time. We are extending it to both the playoff games, usually on this show throughout the regular season we'd do same game parlays for sunday night football but hey, what the heck it's the playoffs why not just do it for both so playoffs let's run through our same game parlays as well as execute our first touchdown score draft little throwback to the old primetime action days for those of you og uh, vison followers here uh, femi since you hit the longest same game parlay of anybody on the crew this year yeah. 30 to 1 yes, in week sir. 16 patriots I, and broncos put, you have to have the floor nobody put else that can in your christmas pipe and smoke it <laughs> how about what is so are we just giving out packers cowboys ones or also well, rams we'll just do Packers, just Cowboys. Packers, Cowboys. Yeah. Okay, so my same game parlay for the Cowboys and the Packers is simple. We're going back to the fundamentals. We're going back to the ABCDs with the Dallas Cowboys. Give me Cowboys money line. Also, CD Lamb anytime scorer. Uh, I think that Joe Barry defensively not great. Sometimes he forgets what the other team does best. What the Cowboys do best on offense is Dak to CD Lamb. I think Lamb has a big day. I also like over 99 and a half receiving yards. If we talked about Dak Prescott, maybe nickel and diamond down the field. I like Dak Prescott over 24 and a half completions as well. So Cowboys money line, CD Lamb anytime TD score, Lamb over 99 and a half receiving yards, and then Prescott at least 25 completions plays out plus 370. Not too crazy. Crazy will be Sunday Night Football. This one plus 370, though, that's the same game probably that I like for the Packers and the Cowboys. Tame by your standards, well, Oh, yeah. Wait till Sunday night. <laughs> a little deep tease there, Femi. My, my, my one, mine is, uh, is a little bit longer odds for that game as well. So I, yep. I will set that up. If you're looking for a juicy same game parlay, hey. it's coming later. The freaks come later. out at night. <laughs> Especially in Detroit when they haven't had a playoff game uh, basically this century. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Motown. What do we got, Kelly? All right, Kelly. Should be another E in there, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, Somebody, oh, some other Kelly oh, same game parlay. Oh, it's okay. We'll go with that, we'll go with that one. It's okay. Uh, Cowboys, I'm doing a little Ben Wilson here. Let's just manipulate the spread a little bit. Bring there it down to five nice. and a half. Cowboys team total over 27 and a half. You're going to hear this word from sports bettors occasionally called correlation. It's correlated there, okay? Maybe, uh, when you go team total over the spread. So liking that, I do like the Cowboys side, so all of this should make a lot of sense so far. Dak Prescott, 275 yards over that. It is slightly down from what his actual passing prop is at, but man, this Cowboys team, I think we know exactly what we're getting from this offense to start. I don't even think they're going to mess around. We didn't talk about this much, Femi. I don't think they're going to mess around with a lot with Tony Pollard to even start yeah. this game. Maybe later in the game if they're up, but early on it's going to be a lot of Dak, a lot of C.D. Lamb pass if they happy. can exploit that. Pass happy offense. It's 275 plus passing yards for Dak, and then through an Aaron, my Aaron Jones bet that I made already over 96 and a half uh, rushing plus receiving yards for Aaron Jones. With Ben, you said you saw that number move to what? Whatever so it is, I'd still, 101, 101 I'd still be yeah. betting it. I think he's going to be a massive, massive part of the Green Bay Packers offensive game plan uh, tonight. Jordan Love, I think, get, catching a lot of the headlines. Aaron Jones, if they win this game, is the reason why offensively. 
plus 550. Plus 550. Let's go. go. I'm Kelly Bidlin. I, I feel like I have to stick true to form because I've been Mr. Conservative on these. <laughs> plus 127. Where's uh, it hey, at, Benny? I'm, at, I'm going a little bit, uh, a little bit heavier. <laughs> Sun to rise. We are <laughs> plus two, 288. Oh, man. Hey, hey. There we go. Time to retire. Green Bay <laughs> Alt plus 10 and a half. This is your, this is like the, if I was doing a three-point uh, teaser, mm. right, I'm basically doing this. Packers up to plus 10 and a half, getting them over the 10. Alt over 48 and a half. Very well may be the, uh, an in-game over, I bet, if this starts the way I'd hope it does, as well as Cowboys' money line. I don't believe at the end of the day with the deficiency Green Bay has on defense as a bottom 10 unit against the Dallas O that at home this year, first in the league in points per drive, first in scoring percentage in their home games. I don't see Green Bay being able to pull off the outright upset, but I do expect them to keep this thing close the way Dallas, especially down the home stretch of the year, allows you to have a ton of success through the year. 28th in pass defense success rate last six weeks. So Packers keep it a single digit margin game and we see points well into the 50s. I go Cowboys 30, Packers 24 so that mm. Kelly can cash his uh, Cowboys. <laughs> five five and and half off. I had to make Teaser sure I did that. Cash in. Did that in, in my or take his uh, cash in plus seven. Yeah, that, that's how we're going. Just trying to make plus everybody happy. 288. I'm trying. Can't, we're all can't cash. help everybody. I'm doing my best here. So that's, uh, that's how I set the stage with my plus 288. We will do same game parlays for Sunday Night Football as well. We also have to do a first touchdown draft. And I, I, since Kelly had the longest odds, you should get first pick here yes, for your sir. same oh game parlay. Oh my gosh, are we squeezing this in right now? How many are we doing? Oh, so yeah, well, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to ask that. Oh, I thought it was, is it I just, think just one? one? Each? Just one each? Oh, just one each? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. CD Lamb. Then, 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 there you go. And you get the pick because you had the longest, which I mean, I just made up in my head literally 15 seconds ago. I, what are we, uh, what are we doing, boys? 20, I, I, 20 in the pot? Winner sure. takes scoops the pot? Yeah, I like it. Yep. I like it. Uh, I will take Jake Ferguson. Fergie Ferg. Wow. America's tight end. Wow. Uh, Brian Ortega gets to, gets to, uh, to play in this as well. So I'll, Wait, uh, am I next? No, no, no. I, well, <laughs> you didn't have the same game parlay. You yeah, can wait. Like, what? You can wait. It's like, I'll you, wait. You can, you can wait. I was going to say, I'll, I'll allow if Brian wants to get the shortest packer on the board because I'm going to go to Jaden Reed. Wow. Okay. Jaden Reed, eight receiving touchdowns this year, three in the last three games. Against that Cowboy secondary, big plays are out there to be had. They are. And Jaden Reed has been a dude the second half of the year, especially having Christian Watson out, at least out on the field at wide receiver. I don't believe him to be close to 100% but he'll be at least out there. Reed has been really good on in one-on-one -on -one situations this season, and I expect with Watson's presence to at least take away some of that uh, potential for double teams on Reed. I like him. I see the Packers uh, looking good early, struggling to play a full 60 minutes, so I will go Jaden Reed. 13-1 uh, to 1 on our odds board. Actually, at DraftKings, 17-1 to 1 if you bet that right now. All right, let me go play-by-play -play on Brian Ortega real quick. He just shot me a look that looks like he's disappointed in your pick, Ben. There are running backs on the board available, Brian Ortega, both starting running backs, but he's not going to go there. I don't think he's going nope, there. Don't want him. I want to be uh, uh, right. on Wicks, 25 to 1. Tavian Wicks. There you go. I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. So we don't even it's running gonna, backs are left it's on gonna the It's going to be Deron Bland. All right, here we go. Crew scoops the pot. <laughs> All right. If Aaron Jones scores. 90 minutes of previews. <laughs> the game about to start. Packers, Cowboys when we return on Live Bet Sunday. Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Moments away, and by moments I mean like 10 contractually obligated TV minutes away from yes, kickoff sir. in Cowboys and Packers. Our run-up complete, and now we wait for any in-game opportunities here. As we're back on Live Bet Sunday, Packers and Cowboys, first of two wildcard Sunday games kicking off. Cowboys going to close seven-point favorites total, either 52 or 52.5, depending on which sportsbook you choose to bet at. Now, as we get this thing started, I also want to go into our Sunday night plays as well, get a good uh, 10 minutes here on the Sunday night game. Also, people on, on Twitter, they're loving the uh, the, the, the buttons coming uh, undone here, Femi. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, hey, it's a lot going on on the social media <laughs> airwaves. So that's also a big part of it. We've got Richard Jefferson next to us today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you never yeah. know. It's a Sunday fun day. We're out here just having a good time. Let it all hang out. But I did want to ask you guys, Ben and Brian, where is your anxiety level at right now? Because now we're about 10 minutes to kick off. I'm a Cowboys fan. You guys are Packer fans. Packer shareholder. Twice shareholder. Uh, where's your anxiety level at? Is, is it a little bit calmer since you're the underdog? Expect, expected, expected outcome is not that you're going to win. Like, like where, where are we at right now? 
You want me to go first, Brian? You know, on a scale of uh, you know, scale of one to ten, actually, I'm I'm at like a five. And I think, the, look, the fact that a rookie quarterback who I just assume, and this is just Packer cynicism, where you get two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time back to back for 30 mm-hmm. years, you just assume once it's over. It's going to be awful. It's going to be Bailey Zappy Mac Jones for the rest of your life. <laughs> you hope it's basically. Not that. Yeah. Or Seneca Wallace. Or Scott Tolsey. Or <laughs> TJ Rubley. I, I could go on. But the assumption was, okay, this is not going to pan out. There's way too many expectations put on Jordan Love. The fact that Green Bay is even in this position and that Love has proven he is clearly a legitimate NFL starter and probably yeah. a top 10 one going forward is enough for me to say, you know what, this has been a this has already been a successful year that the Packers even got to the postseason. Having said that, there's a reason why I wore an undershirt today, because I don't want to ruin this nice dress <laughs> shirt, and I will be sweating starting in about eight minutes. The palms are already there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's why I'll go five. It is a playoff game, 44th of, uh, of Packer, for, of, in my lifetime for us, us Packer fans who were born uh, any time uh, past 1982. Brian, I don't know how you feel, but that's where I'm kind of in the middle of the spectrum. Yeah, like I, this is our Super Bowl, I would say for sure. Like, I'm really excited just to be here. Wow, I mm. really sound like somebody who just got nominated for something. Um, <laughs> Award season. So good. Yeah, but I'm really I'm really excited to watch this game. I'm really excited that the Packers are in the playoffs. They weren't supposed to be here. I thought they would miss the playoffs this year. Maybe, you know, do well. But we're just playing with house money at this point because uh, if the Packers win, we're going to go to San Francisco and get absolutely annihilated. So, <laughs> hopefully they win. Good for us. And, and, and for the most part, hopefully they just cover the number at least and make it an entertaining game. Yeah. yeah. I'd and say hit some of my props. I'm at like an eight and half in wow. terms of anxiety just because i mean like you think about everything that's been leading up to this thing for the dallas cowboys not just this year but the last couple of years where it's home loss to san francisco last year the divisional round once again to san francisco they've been hitting their head on this divisional ceiling for quite some time and we're not even in the divisional round this is the wild card but everything that's at stake here for this cowboys team i mean dak prescott is due for an extension in the offseason is mike mccarthy the head coach on monday if they lose this game there's still so much pressure on Dallas and you finally got the two seats where you can get multiple home playoff games and we all know the home road splits here. This would feel like a massive missed opportunity for Dallas if they lost this game to where as a fan, I hope I'm not like the I hope the players are not like me. I hope the players are a lot more calm than I am. But as a fan the palms are starting to feel a little bit warm right now. The anxiety levels cranked up. We're not at a 10, probably an 8 and a half here heading into this game. I'll be honest. It's it's a little bit stressful. Ben, ben, as a as a childhood Cowboys fan, and I have Cowboys bets, but I'm going to try to remove myself and just be the rest of the country here. Please, God, let the Cowboys win so we don't have to sit through a week, two weeks, six months of conversation about, oh, the Cowboys season was a disaster. Who should go? Is Dak any good or not? What are we going to do with the head coach? Oh, my God, the Cowboys talk will be out of control. It'll be out of control. Um, And a lot of people love it. A lot of people listen to it. But, yes, give me a Cowboys win, if only just for that. Yeah. I was going to say Kelly's uh, anxiety level is probably also eight and a half, but it's more because of the golf bets you're sweating by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, nothing to do let's with go football. Keegan Bradley. <laughs> Come on, Keegan, Come give on, us some birdies. Let's go. <laughs> so we're about to get underway. Uh, uh, yeah, something like that as well. Packed house as well here at Bar Canada. Outstanding venue. If, if you come to Vegas at any point, uh, whether it's for NFL playoff weekends or March Madness, be sure to check uh, this place out, Bar Canada at the D. It is uh, pretty much standing room only right now. Yeah. We're packed there at Bar Canada. Two things I discovered on the break. It seems like we have we, the other bar over there has turned into a pure Packers bar. Oh. And, and I like the crew doing this right now. I'm going to really test them here. We do have some video poker machines that are right next to the set that uh, I'm going to assume this is a mistake. If not, though, there are roughly five guys named Steve that do have <laughs> reserved spots for them up there. Oh, right my here. God. You see well, I was, you know, I'm going to guess Steve, that's a mistake. They're all, there's four they're all Wisconsinites. You know, I, I, you know, it's like probably a, a Steve from Kenosha, a Steve from Okanemowak, a Steve from McGuanago. You know, there's, should, should there's I give it a usually, quick test? Just to, I mean, yo, Steve? I just, well, mine as well. Yo, Steve. Yeah, oh, nobody turned. Nobody, nobody turned. Turn around. Nobody I think it's turned. just a placeholder. If I had to, you know, had to, I'd probably go, okay, there's probably a, a Gary from Oostburg. Um, <laughs> Who's probably from Oshkosh? Yeah, somebody from Appleton. 
Bob is Bob is always your go-to Oshkosh guy. Uh, Gene in Rhinelander. Um, that could be man or woman. Obviously, we got the you know you, you, you a lot go. of Packer backers in Rhinelander. We are inclusive here on Beeson. Anyway, it's been a lot of fun. I, I'm ready to not talk about the, this pregame though anymore. I'm ready for no, it to I'm actually re- happen. Ready for the game to get uh, here. We will still though break down the three remaining games to come on Wild Card Weekend while we have opportunities. Won't be all just strict, strict play-by-play here, Packers and Cowboys. Even though that will be a big part of it. Uh, Kelly, I noticed that you, we all have uh, plays here the rest of the weekend in some form or fashion. You are going against the grain for tonight as we talk Rams and Lions. You are going under, I am. Sir. Ooh, I am going wow. under in this game tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got a horrible number. I bet this earlier in the week. So uh, if uh, anybody's interested in the under... <laughs> Bet it now. You're getting a much better number than I bet. I bet it at under 51 and a half. Um, I think we are making, there's a lot of public perception, obviously, about these, and a lot of narrative uh, going into this game about the coaches and the quarterbacks and and how great both these offenses have been. We'll point out the Rams. They've had one of the better pass rushes the past few weeks uh, in the NFL. Both of these teams, we've seen this all season long. We like to focus on the passing attacks when we talk about uh, when we talk about both of these teams. But what these two teams, if they can run the ball on you, they will gladly run the ball on you. And yes, the Detroit Lions' rush defense has been pretty good all season long. The Rams, not so much though. They've been really firing off on the on the uh, on the pass rush. But defensively, if I see one of these teams get up a couple scores, I think it's going to be a lot of turn around and hand the ball off to either Kyron Williams, who's an absolute stud, or the duo of running backs that the Detroit Lions have and are going to be looking actively, I think, to deploy in this game offensively. So it is definitely, it's one of my smaller bets of the week, I will admit that. Um, I'm not going to be shocked if this somehow is like 42 to 35, but (laughs) I do do see a path and we talk a lot about paths uh, and how does a game play out when we talk about our same game parlays. When we go over that later, you will see that well reflected in that and you're because you're probably going to be like well there's like five legs here that don't make any sense but no they all make sense if the if a path plays out and my path is that this rams lions game if they can run the ball either one of these teams will look gladly look to do that and not put their quarterback in a tough situation so yeah i, I know that we're making a lot about the the high scoring offenses sure. um but you know especially if you have a limited sam laporta out there i think yeah. that hurts things big time for the detroit side so yeah i am on the under in this game Rams lines up to 53 now on the total. Lions minus three. Sidewise, Femi, anything you're doing? Nothing that I'm doing as of right now or nothing that I've done yet, but a part of me kind of leans to the Detroit side okay. here a little bit here. I know like they, I, I respect the Rams and what they've been able to do since their bye week. I mean, they've only lost one game, and that was an overtime to the Baltimore Ravens while we were all here watching that game. But I, I think Detroit's been just a, a touch disrespected, yeah. and I think right now the Rams are probably, if not at the top of their market, really, really close to it because of what's happened over the last five to six weeks. Weeks. I think that the advantages that Detroit has in the pass game and in the run game can help them control the clock. The defense does concern me. Like, that's where the concern really is. But this is not like how there's Cowboys laying seven against the Packers. This is Detroit laying three. Right. Where exactly. like three, oftentimes, it just, as long as you win the game, more often than not, you're going to cover that number or at least push on that bet to where I, I kind of like Detroit. I'm going to maybe look to see if I can find like a cheap money line price. Mm-hmm. I know there's some minus 155 out there. If I can find something minus 155 or better, I think I might bet the Lions. Not a big bet, but just like yeah. a decent-sized bet before kickoff. Yeah, yeah. I'm in that same boat, but just on the other side, where if the Rams get out to three and a half before kick, I'm not yeah. going to bet this unless we get a flat three and a half. Yep. It will be a bet. I won't. It's not like a five-unit, yeah, huge all-out there. <laughs> bet, but love I, I don't see how Detroit, when they need it the most. I understand your thought, Kelly, on the under. How can Detroit realistically get stops when it comes down to crunch time with the way the Rams are executing right now with all their weapons healthy? I mean, when running back Kyron Williams and wide receivers Puka Cup and uh, and Puka Nakua and, and uh, Cooper Cup, I just combined them. them. They're, they're a great unit. I didn't even hear it. It sounded smooth. Puka, Puka Cup. <laughs> yeah. When, they're, when they have been in this year, it's incredible. The, the Rams average 6.8 yards per play. The number one team on the season is San Francisco at 6.6. Wow. This unit at full strength, the Rams, is so much better than what they are without. The, the Lions have a lot to be desired in the back end of the secondary. I see the Rams winning the game, but I don't have enough conviction to bet that at current number, only at three and a half. So it's a pass right now. Long way of saying that. <laughs> Long way of saying it. All right, still much for us to get through. Packers.
Packers Cowboys. It's finally underway. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge to the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get access to our daily best bets of the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. If you sign up today, get your first 30 days for only $9.99 to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up now. First drive of the game for the Packers and Cowboys. You know how much I love the camera, family, but uh, yes. while the game is going, it's tough. Just assume I'm looking at the camera right now. Uh, we, got the, <laughs> we got the game on. We have all the in-game angles covered for you. Femi, Kelly, Brian Ortega. Um, illegal contact for Dallas on the opening drive, yeah. opening sequence here. Gives the Packers a first down. Then a big play from Jordan Love to Romeo Dobbs and Green Bay's in business. First drive, three minutes in. So much for slow starts and a, a you know, skirmish, you know, kind of a squeamish-looking Packer team, guys. They've come out now rolling here. First and 10 now inside the Dallas 40. Yeah, they've come out firing here. Jordan Love has made some nice plays. If anything, like the run game for the Packers has been kind of slowed up a little bit, but it's early. You don't want to take too much away from the opening possession, but Packer offensive line is doing a pretty good job holding up against this Cowboys front here, and Love's made a couple of big plays, and here we are in, in already in Dallas territory. So uh, for those of you who bet the over, this thing got bet all the way up to 52 at yeah. close. We're looking pretty solid. Yeah, a little bit of a tough call, I think, on that first sequence, but then, yeah, I mean, a couple couple great passes by Jordan Love looking like he's ready for the moment just like we saw out of C.J. Stroud yesterday the, and let the wave of a cigar smoke wash over us yeah. right away the, yes. the Packer Packers are, are feeling pretty good Kelly <laughs> I, I feel bad you're, you're you know you're 
minus two that over there. Well, we're getting it from um, all angles. <laughs> all angles. Check out Beeson's uh, NFL betting podcast, yes. All Angles with Matt Brown. But we are getting that uh, getting that from all angles. Well, every time we mention this as well, we'll give you the uh, the most up-to-date live lines, live odds. Again, when it's so early, I mean, how often do we ever bet before each team's had the ball? I, I don't think yeah. ever, yeah. guys. Uh, no, but just at least to have it for reference here, uh, Cowboys already down to a five-and-a-half-point favorite, 52-and-a-half. Uh, is your total here with a great opening drive, second and six for Green Bay, as Aaron Jones running right up the middle inside the Packer 25, or the Cowboy 25, down to the 23. Just an update, um, I do have Packers to score first, plus 150, no hey. big deal. Wow. Um, and of <laughs> yeah. course, you know, I have a couple wide receivers that I want. Brian, did you go back to the, Brian yesterday bet a first score will be anything besides a touchdown. He got that at pretty good plus money, and you, uh, yep. and you won. I did. Yeah. You go back to it? And then I did that, I, no, I didn't, oh. I did, I did that uh, first team to score instead of the uh, any other score instead. So okay. I, was to, I was trying to talk Brian up, but uh, about, hey, about another though. plus money. Back. I, mean, I, did, I did that for the night game, and I, I lost that one. So. Packers is the first to score is looking pretty solid here right now based on the way they're oh, moving man. the football. Yeah, this is all Aaron Jones all day early. This is working out really well so far. As, hey, you know, but, but, but in the part of the handicap was they're going to go to Aaron Jones, and that's why you bet the prop, yep. the over 99 and a half for the receiving and rushing yards there, that Jones, he's been he's, kind of the catalyst of this like almost a quarter of that in, in well, six mean, series, 22 yards, Kelly. So it, and we were talking about how the usage was always going to be there. It was yeah. just a matter of efficiency. And so far, efficiency is there. Almost four yards of carry here for Green Bay right out of the chute. And are the first team into the red zone as on the opening drive. Packers also, you talk about pace. They've taken a lot of time off. Now, that is the one thing as the Packers will have a first and goal, about a first and goal right at the edge of the 10. As much as the over guys got steamed, Packers have been a very slow tempo, limited possessions, grind out the clock type of team. And we're seeing that here where you easily could have an opening drive that goes seven, eight minutes. Yeah, no, I think this is uh, exactly the start you'd want if you're a Green Bay Packer backer or a fan is, yeah. hey, you're on the road, you get the football first, and you quiet the crowd. And, and that's what we're seeing right now here for the Green Bay Packers. And and not that like there's going to be any sort of stress if the Cowboys are down by seven, like we mentioned. Like It's not going to be like, oh, my God, we're done. But, you know, it does put a little bit of a little bit of that doubt in the head a little bit. You know, defensively, it's like, okay, hey, like what are we doing? We got to make some adjustments. And then all of a sudden, if you're the Cowboys, first time you get the ball, you're already down right. by seven, you know? Just it maybe puts a little bit more pressure on that offensive series, given the success that Green Bay's had in their opening drive. Yeah, especially since I mean Dallas has been used to rolling at home, right? Yeah. Every single one of these games. So yeah, I, this is this is a really impressive opening drive, and then Green Bay getting everything out of they wanted to. I mean, now, you know, just throw out the time they've been able to take off, and you know, whatever they end up score wise here. The fact that I think you had to test that Dallas rush defense, right? And if you could, if you knew that you could run the ball effectively during this game. It was going to give you such an advantage. It looks like that. It looks like on this first drive, that's something they're going to be able to rely on, and that yeah, it does change the game a bit. It really does. Yeah. We saw what happened up in Buffalo. We, you know, when the Bill, when the Cowboys went into Buffalo, uh, and the Bills run the ball all over them. That's something that the Packers at least have to test here early. The Packers were just outside the ten, so it was technically a first and ten from the eleven. A little slip pass to Tucker Craft for five yards after a run of zero. So third and five for Green Bay at the Cowboys six. The first half of the first quarter is already over, guys. This has been like it's running crazy. clock so mm-hmm. far. If you're the, if you're a dog in any playoff situation, this is how you want to set it up. Limiting time, limiting possessions as we get an offside wow. encroachment wow. on Dallas. Move it down to, what, third and two and a half? It at might the be first down. first down, yeah. So that third and five, five so now, yeah, wherever, wherever the chains are at, right? It is, yeah, three-yard penalty since, yeah. fortunately, uh, for Dallas. In this instance, it is it's, not it's, five yeah, yards. It's oh, yeah, goal. we're inside. Yeah, uh, and, inside. And we do that. The uh, the first score of the game, the way it was lined today, touchdown minus 170, any other score plus 150. Uh, the, the other score got a lot of action in the Houston game. We were on air yesterday, got down to plus 145, which Brian hit that really well. And here's where it comes down to third and two at the three yard line we've also got the first touchdown sweats going right now i have Jaden reed brian is dontavian wicks the it's aaron jones up the middle six four six look at the crew I, hey i gave brian the opportunity right. i mean to take care of jones I, I feel so he dumb. threw it right back in my face he was like <laughs> he said, no, give me dontavian wicks and at 10 to 1 aaron jones is your first touchdown score packers with a statement drive almost eight minutes off the clock as they yeah. go right down the field six nothing pack crew scoops the pot so on third and was five, that I was feeling really good. Yeah, it was, <laughs> not, it was an unofficial Kelly yeah. rule. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. All right. Ortega brings up the solid point, though. It's like on third and five, it was like, okay, they're probably not going to run the football. They're going to throw the football here. But that offsides penalty puts them in a position of third and two to where I'm pretty sure that the Packers thought, hey, this is four down territory. Yeah. Let's see if we can pick it up on the ground. And if we can't, we'll go for it. They end up not just picking up the first down. They get the touchdown as well as we're out to a 7 nothing lead. And we're already getting camera shots of Mike McCarthy as we get oh, the break. Here. But like, like, this, is, this is the sort of pressure that Dallas is on in this game of, oh, is, is, are they going to lose? Is McCarthy's yep. job on the line? Like, they got to respond. I'm curious to see if they're able to do that on their opening possession. Hey, first live line at a commercial break. Cowboys minus three and a half. Ooh. 54 and a half year total. Despite Green Bay taking off eight minutes because they score a touchdown, total continues to go up to 54 and a half. So it now becomes all right, and I feel like you, yeah, Kelly, would be the you would be the first one if this thing dips below three. You'd be looking to jump in live on uh, Dallas. Uh, with my teaser position, I've got more than enough invested in all okay. of this already. I, I think <laughs> more leveraged. <laughs> exactly from a live betting perspective, I think the total, like we discussed pregame, is really the only thing I'll be looking at. But that is a, I mean, that's a monumental drive for how much time they were able to take off the clock. Really does Huge. shift things here. I had 54 and a half. I, I couldn't be betting over that that right now uh, with just time score situation but you know we'll see these next couple drives here uh, and see how this goes we talked about talked about if the Packers were able to move the ball uh, you know efficiently and easily on this Cowboys offense that, would, that is where I'd be looking so yeah absolutely I stand by that still but this number after one drive it, not worth messing with yet and so Aaron Jones minus 120 anytime touchdown scores how about the prop if you bet player with the most rushing yards in this game Aaron Jones was a was the favorite at minus about 115 ish what a start I mean, right yeah. there. Yep, yep. Yeah, looking, looking like that's going to be tough to beat already with how easily he cut through uh, the Dallas rush defense. Uh, Jones on that first drive, seven carries, 25 yards, and a touchdown. And you have, what, 96 and a half on the combined? 95, or 95 and a half. And a half. Yeah. That closed 101 and a half. A quarter of the way there on one drive. He didn't even have to catch a ball out of the backfield. Jordan Love also four for four, 42 yards on that drive, and he had four different targets. So. Yep. Great start. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, seven Day. carries. I mean, that's it's seven carries alone. Aaron Jones. It's, 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 clearly, they're going to keep doing thing. that until you can stop it, right? As they should. Yep. As they should. Like, like the one weakness, not the one weakness, but the big weakness for the Dallas Cowboys defensively has been can they stop the run? I mean, we saw this all the way back in week three when they lost the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Like, Arizona was able to, with this Rondell Moore or James Conner or whoever they give the football to in the backfield, had a lot of success. And obviously, the Niners did the same thing and all some of the other losses that Dallas had is that they just haven't been able to stop yep, the run, yep. which keeps their offense on the sidelines, which is what not what you want if you're a How Cowboys. About, uh, Circa is the one book where we're at here in Las Vegas. They move this down to Cowboys minus three, but expensive juice minus three, minus 129. So almost enticing some uh, Cowboy play based on that yeah. line, how we're seeing it. Also, the fact that was an eight minute drive, huge for the first quarter betting. Yes. Backers are plus three first quarter. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. that basically yeah, is already cashed unless yeah. you get something crazy. Uh, first quarter total now will be very much up in the air. That was nine and a half juiced heavily to the over mi minus 140 145 at some shops as the Packers take seven minutes 52 seconds on the opening drive we'll still have a whole lot more in-game action updating you on all the props as this game continues we also will dive into our Monday night games starting next Philadelphia and Tampa Bay the first of the two games that we'll talk about because Aton Shander from Philadelphia joins the show in about 20 minutes still so much for us to get to on this wild card edition of live bet Sunday It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.